Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I am your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, we are focusing on criticism, self-awareness, and self-discovery. And you know how much I love to share my business, so I'm going to tell you how things have been going for me in these first three weeks of 2024 great progress that I have experienced and some things that I've discovered about myself. Hopefully some of the strategies that I've used over the past few weeks will help you out in your wellness journey. Uh, But before we get into that in this um, masterclass, mini masterclass on criticism, constructive criticism and why it's so important, let's jump into this week's mind, body and business check-in. So at the start of the podcast, I'm always welcoming new listeners. If this is your first time, oh my goodness, thank you for tapping on the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. And I like to include a Mind, Body, and Business check-in on every episode. I think it's so important to make sure that we are aware of the action we're taking to achieve our goals, not just for the entire year, but uh, for the week, for the day, for the month, because these small steps that we take can eventually lead to us achieving that goal and it's way more sustainable and not as overwhelming. So what are you doing for your mind, body and business? My usual thought starters and ideas for you for your mind. Meditation is always good, especially if you're in a space where you feel like your environment or the people around you or your circumstances are kind of chaotic and you need to calm your thoughts Going on nature walks and being alone, listening to music that you enjoy. What are you doing for your mind this week? Choose one thing to enhance your mental health. And then for your body, I have been exploring different modalities, exercise, been going to bar classes, different weightlifting classes, new dancing styles, and it's been a lot of fun. It's introduced new things. It's introduced change into my routine and has kept me motivated over the last three weeks of this new year. And I'll go deeper into that about my progress uh, in this episode. But think about something that you can do for your body. It could be something as simple as walking an extra 1,000 steps per day or incorporating some strength training, Uh, maybe parking further away from the front door of your job so that you can get those extra steps in or utilizing your lunch break to be more active. Maybe it's going to sleep a little bit earlier so that your body has more time to rest and reset. So think of one thing that you can do for your body over the next seven days and be intentional each day about getting closer to a body that not only looks better, but feels better. Then for your business, what are your goals in terms of your finances? Or maybe if you have a small business, 
Do you want to attract new customers? Do you want to retain the ones that you have already? Do you have a bright idea that has been dormant in your brain and needs to get out for the world to see? Finances. I know one of my goals this year is to get closer to paying off my mortgage. Very ambitious goal, but one that I think is totally achievable, especially based off of what I was able to do last year. And I also want to be more responsible with my spending. Sometimes, you know, when that uh, Apple Pay, uh, your credit card, is connected to that on your phone and it's so convenient to buy things on the spot you can spend way more money than you intend to so I'm trying to keep a hawk's eye on my spending and keep my Excel spreadsheet updated on the weekly so what are you doing for your business choose one thing to improve your business whatever area that may be for you your small business your finances the business of professional development if that's the case for you and be intentional every day of this week to get it done now if doing all three of these feels a bit overwhelming to you guess what you can just choose one one thing and then next week you add another thing and before you know it you are an improved person from the inside out so that's how we do our mind body and business check-in. If for some reason you miss a weekly episode, just set a reminder in your phone. What do I want to achieve this week and what did I do to get it done? You may be looking back at your goals that you set earlier this month and have realized that you have not made progress. Now is the time to make adjustments so that you can move the needle and have something to show for at the end of the month. And again, it doesn't have to be monetary or getting a big promotion, just small things to live a better life can make a huge difference. So on to this topic of criticism and self-awareness. I am a cast member on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's syndicated in about 90 cities across the United States. Also available in the Ricky Smiley Morning Show app, which is part of the Reach Media Podcast Network. So if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, you'll see that Ricky Smiley Morning Show linked Um, As well. So, if you want to check out replays of daily episodes, you can find those there. I have segments in that show, and there's just a lot of fun, crazy moments. So, I have the Mind, Body, and Business podcast, which I publish every week on Wednesdays. But then on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, I have a segment on Fridays, which is a three to five minute consolidated version of Mind, Body, and Business. And last week, I talked about the importance of constructive criticism. Having someone in your life who has nothing to lose when it comes to telling you the truth. We all need that very honest person in our lives. Sometimes it's not a family member. Sometimes it's not a best friend. One of the things that I pointed out at the beginning of that segment is to understand the difference between criticism and, you know, somebody just hating on you. Somebody that's jealous and just wants to say something negative to get you riled up and angry. So when you receive feedback on things that you need to change or a person on the outside notices about you, what is the source of the feedback? Because people who love you or want to see you do well, or even sometimes when strangers notice things about you, someone you have zero connection with, but they just notice something. I remember someone telling me that the space in between my eyebrows would wrinkle up a lot. And they said something to the effect of, is something stressing you? Are you worried? Initially, I was like, why are you all up in my face? But in that moment, I was and I was stressing and it was showing on my face. And uh, because that stranger gave me that feedback, it made me analyze what was happening prior to my interaction with that person. My morning wasn't going great. I had a driver that cut me off in traffic. I just read an email that annoyed me and my face was showing it. 
And just that little observation from a stranger helped me realize that I was allowing those small things that happened in the morning um, to dictate my mood as I was going about my day. And it helped me adjust in that moment. So sometimes you may get feedback or somebody noticed something and they don't really have a deep connection to you. But think about how if you took that advice or considered that feedback and applied it, would it improve your life? Could it enhance your experience? Could it make you a better person? Also, when it comes to criticism, most of the feedback I receive is from people I know, people who care about my growth, people who are invested in my progress. I shared on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and I can get a little bit deeper uh, on the podcast because I'm not limited to three to five minutes. But I did radio for about 15 years as a solo host. I had my own midday show on two different radio stations in a major market in Atlanta. I was number one in my day part. And I have a lot of experience in radio. I started radio back in 1998 when I was a sophomore at Florida A&M University. I know a lot about going in and out of breaks, timing, how to do an effective promotion, how to talk about entertainment news and trending topics and all of the things that involve formatics on a radio station. But when I came over to the morning show, the format was very different. I had to work with the cast of five other people. I had to wait my turn. I had to adjust from being this witty personality that I was on my own show to being the voice of reason and making sure that the show stayed on course because that's what I was hired to do. And I remember when I first started receiving feedback about adjustments that I needed to make, I would legit cry tears. Like I almost quit because I just had a lot of pride. I felt like I knew it all because I had all of these years of experience. But the feedback I received was designed to make me better on a nationally syndicated radio program, something that I had never done before. And I had to suck up my feelings, wipe my face, and realize that and apply the advice that was given to me. As a result, I've gotten better um, week by week, month by month, year by year. I've been with The Morning Show. This is my third year now. And it's made me a better uh, in more diverse radio talent. However, if I would have let my pride get the best of me, you know, I could have came with the attitude like, Psh, you don't know what you're talking about. You ain't never hosted a number one radio show by yourself. I know what I'm doing. If I came with that attitude, then I wouldn't have been able to make the progress. And on the flip side of that, and I'm sure that maybe you can relate, you may have been in a situation where you were trying to help someone. You've noticed something that was, you know, holding them back or um, just a bad habit that they were engaged in. And you try to give them feedback and then they get defensive. When people get defensive, it makes me not even want to help that person because there's this denial and defensive energy uh, when they receive feedback to become a better person. You don't even want to invite a confrontation when your intent is to help the person. So if you flip the script and someone who genuinely cares about you and wants to see you improve and they're trying to give you that feedback, but you're in this constant battle with them like, no, I'm not like that. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't see it. That person is going to stop trying to help you. One of the biggest lessons I've learned when it comes to criticism is to not take it personal. Consider the advice given, the source of the advice, and what if I actually applied this advice, taking my feelings out of it, <laughs> uh, would it make me better? Constructive criticism can be so beneficial for your growth, both personally and professionally. You know how something is like really subtle, but if you're not in a good space emotionally, you make it a big deal. 
For example, if you go into a restaurant and the hostess says there's going to be a 10 minute wait. Uh, and if you are hungry and in a bad mood, that not so evolved version of you may say something like this restaurant does not care about their customers. The service is awful. I would never recommend this place and I'm going to give it one star on Yelp. You know, that's the space that I was in with this email because I was just super annoyed. And then my husband was like, no, well, I can see their perspective and how they may have felt that way. And maybe they didn't mean to say it like that, but you took it that way because you were annoyed. I needed that outside perspective in that moment to reveal to me that I was overreacting. So having someone give you that feedback outside of yourself is super beneficial. And then, you know, constructive criticism in the end, it's just good for your growth. So when you are receiving advice, uh, any type of feedback that can make you a better person, take it into consideration. Also, like I was saying at the beginning of this piece that you need to be able to tell the difference between a hater and someone who genuinely wants to see you succeed. So uh, you'll know someone is hating when it comes with ill intent. They might be cussing, they might be mad, or they might be just jealous. Um, I'm always able to spot a hater because I know that a hater is never going to be doing better than me. So most of the time, the people that are are trying to help me are those who have achieved the things that I'm trying to achieve. They're at a place of peace. They have achieved success. Maybe they're doing financially better than me. Or most importantly, people who are trying to help you and give you advice are often people who have gone through the same experiences. You'll find that with haters, they don't have a reference of experience. They don't have the credentials to give you advice to be better because they have not experienced the success that they allegedly are trying to help you to achieve. So pay close attention so that you're able to differentiate the two. So that is my little spiel on criticism and how you should handle and embrace it. And in this episode, and I might do it in future episodes, but I wanted to share how the banter went back and forth between me and my fellow castmates on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show about criticism and how to handle it and some of their experiences. Here's a piece of that conversation. Turn up, 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 y'all. Rick Smiley Morning Show. We got the one and only Maria Moore with Mind, Body, and Business. Good morning, Maria. All right, Rick. You make me want to do some jumping jacks with all the energy. All right. So <laughs> today we're talking about constructive criticism. And this can be a tough spot for a lot of people because you're learning things about yourself that you need to correct. But before I jump into this, I really want to talk about the difference between criticism and hate. Because sometimes people are genuinely giving you advice to help you improve, but you take it as, oh, you just hating. So constructive criticism is advice designed to make you better. It comes with a solution, feedback that improves you. Hate, on the other hand, is rooted in jealousy and bad intentions. And know this, you will never meet a hater doing better than you, ever. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about peace. I'm talking about success. No one who is doing better than you is going to say something negative to you, bring you down because they're too focused on what they got going on. So really know the difference between constructive criticism and hate. So constructive criticism is beneficial because it helps you grow. You ever had someone that you were mentoring, Ricky or anyone in the room, and you try to give them advice and then they automatically get defensive? And when you get defensive, that makes a person trying to help you. They don't want to help you because you're going to be all sensitive. Right. That part. Or or, or you got an answer and an explanation for everything. Right. Yeah. Go Go ahead and take the L and take that ass whipping and get better. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you listen to respond and not listening to like learn. I'm trying to teach you something. I don't got to tell you nothing. No, but I'm trying to give you some gems and help you. I hate when people do that. That's what. Yeah. That's you, you know, Maria. Uh, real quick, that's what Steve told me. He cursed me out one day in a limousine. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken; they're true to chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. <laughs> on our way to on our way to open up for the uh, for some show we were doing, and uh, he said you you talk too damn much. You say you need to be quiet and listen. Yep. You say I'm trying to help your ass. You got to answer for everything. And I I learned after that with anybody with any type of knowledge speaking to me, I have absolutely nothing to say, Maria. That's real talk, yep. and it's yeah. not personal. Please right. understand, it's yeah. not right. personal. It's not. It's not personal. And Ricky, I've had people that I've tried to mentor. Five years later, I see them in that same spot because they just don't want to listen. So you really got to humble yourself and accept that advice because it's designed to make you better. Also, criticism helps you see a perspective outside of your own. I've never really told all of you this. Everyone, Ricky, Rock, Gary, Brad, Special K. I know you all have built a camaraderie and have worked together for more than a decade. Some of y'all longer than that. And I really appreciate how you all have made this transition to the morning show so easy for me. But when I came to the morning show, I came from hosting my own show. And it was very difficult for me in the beginning to make the transition. And I want to thank you, Ricky, because behind the scenes, y'all, Ricky sends me long text messages. With lots of detail and specifics. Maria, I I used to be on you like a cheap suit. Uh, You know what? Listen. And you're right. You know, for me, it was it was really hard at the beginning because I'm like, I've been doing radio. I have experience, but it's very different working with the team, waiting for your turn, chiming in when it's the right time and stuff like that. And wait, I, I appreciate minute, all though. of you. But wait a minute, though, Britt. When the last time I texted you? It's been a while. Exactly. It's been a while. And what does mm-hmm. that mean? It, that means I'm on track. And You're I'm coachable. trying to stay on track. Coachable, baby. <laughs> My lord. Oh, I'm Brad. coachable. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wait a minute, Maria, you ain't the only one. Uh, huh? uh, uh, Brad, how many, Gary, how many long ass text messages y'all got in correction? And then I send you a clip and let you listen to yourself. Yes, you yeah. do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. You talk Baby's to me so like long. a snake. It's like when it come out of his mouth, it's like a snake. <laughs> 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 yeah, you it's know, like I talk, a, now, yeah, Gary, I can't stand you so. So, yeah, that one is personal. I talked to you like a low-down rotten dog. You scoundrel. I always put that you in, know, you scoundrel. But you know why Maria saying that? Do I mean, honey, Brad, she need to have, she have a story to tell, just like Maria did, honey, when she first started on this oh show. Oh, my honey. God. You know, Man, honey, Brad, Brad that, that was that was a, a big transition, uh, getting up that early in the morning when you up, up rapping all night and, and you know, change. Brad, had, Brad had to change her whole lifestyle. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I had to learn how to be the butt of the joke because it wasn't funny to me at first. 
because I'm used to being so defensive. I'm from Chicago. I'm going to always get my lick back. So I had to learn that in radio that it's okay to get laughed at because I ain't like being laughed at. So if you right. tried to crack a joke on me, I'm going to crack one back before the time is up because right. it's not going to be... I'm yeah. not going to be the one getting laughed at. So, you know, I understand now, though. But, you yeah, know what, I had Maria, a lot to learn. We're going to spring this into uh, a whole nother conversation. Because, yeah, it is uh, a trending I, topic, yeah. I yes. think that is a, a good show. We could talk about where we all came from and why this morning's show is uh, rated number one everywhere and so successful. And how the much good, we've learned. The, the, yeah. Absolutely. The yeah. chemistry and, is unmatched, Ricky. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. And, 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 and it's just a lot of little small details and stuff that we had to learn. Maria, appreciate you always fun and always unpredictable comments and conversations with the crew again the ricky smiley morning show podcast is on the urban one podcast network reach media so um if you are listening on apple Podcasts, you should see that linked with all of the shows that also include mind body and business a really great show to listen to every day all right so we have covered criticism now i want to shift the conversation to self-discovery Three weeks in as of the recording of this podcast episode um, into 2024, and I have learned so much about myself. I've been so intentional, and I'm proud of the progress that I've made in the first three weeks of the year with focus specific goals and intention. I have done more in these first three weeks than I did in the last three months of 2023. And so I want to share some of the things that I'm learning so far. And, you know, I had this idea in my mind that I was going to really master my nutrition and figure out my body. And that was my goal for these uh, first 30 days of 2024. But now that I'm three weeks into it and I'm noticing some things about myself that I didn't notice before, I've realized it's going to take a little bit longer. And I am okay with that. The first thing that I noticed um, through my journey and, you know, changing my meals, specifically my sugar consumption and the size of my meals is that it is going to take me longer to develop a habit around the way that I eat, not just the kind of food I eat, nutrient-dense foods, but the time of day I eat and how big my meals are. It's going to take me a while. It's going to take an adjustment. I really underestimated how long uh, making this change would take and it has been an ongoing roller coaster for me being really disciplined with my meals and then kind of falling off and then going back to the start line and I want to stop doing that I want to practice some self-control and some balance you know I could have gotten really aggressive this month lowered my carbs drank a lot of water worked out every day um, you know made sure that I got to bed on time every single night and you know I could have easily lost 10 maybe Maybe even 15 pounds this month with a lot of aggressive action. But I finally accepted the fact that I would rather make slow progress that's sustainable than fast progress that causes me to go back to the start line. And I think this is one of the biggest mistakes people make on their wellness journey. You get too extreme at the beginning and it's just not sustainable. Then you fall back to where you started, you get discouraged, and then you just don't even want to do it again. If you are trying to lose, say you're trying to lose 15 pounds, it is better for you to focus on just five pounds a month for the first three months than trying to be aggressive those first 30 days. Because rapid weight loss is not sustainable. Rapid 
fat loss because I'm not just focusing on the number on the scale, but I want to see some changes in my body composition. And I have experienced those changes. Like I feel it in my clothes. I feel it in my stomach. I'm not as bloated. And that's the thing that's keeping me motivated. And it's also been really good for me because I haven't been so strict that I feel like I'm depriving myself of things that I enjoy. Now, I have cut out a lot of pastries. Like, I haven't had any cake. I haven't had any candy bars. And every now and then, they be, you know, slipping in. I am a Reese's Cup type of girl. And I like to eat one, you know, um, maybe about three to five times per week. But (laughs) I am working on that because I do want to lower my sugar intake, not just for weight maintenance, but I'm also thinking about my dental hygiene and not just having a whole lot of sugar. Overall, too much sugar is just not good for you. But... Um, I do acknowledge the fact that I enjoy having sweet things. So this month, I really focused on making sure that I had those sweeter things during the most active hours of my day. Um, So the sweetest thing that I've had this month, cinnamon rolls. I ate those with my breakfast, accompanied with protein and healthy fats, scrambled egg whites, avocado, and I have been able to lower my body fat because of nutritional timing. I have not deprived myself of a nice little sweet treat, and I ate the food at a certain time of day that I knew I would eventually burn it off. So I've been tapering off my meals closer to bedtime, and I've also been making adjustments to my meals based off of my activity for the day. So the days that I'm teaching fitness classes or I'm doing um, heavier weight training, my caloric intake goes up. And then on my rest days, I don't have to eat as much. Also, something that I did this month, I went and got my full health screening. So I got my blood pressure, my cholesterol. I got all of that, all of my blood work done so that I could determine my starting point. One of the trainers that works at the gym where I work, we were having a conversation about the classes that people select and how people gravitate to those high impact classes. A lot of folks wear these um, heart rate monitors and they like to see the caloric burn. They like to see their heart rate going up. And one thing that he said to me that I felt was so profound, and I've shared this on a previous episode, but want to bring this up again because it lends to my point. He said, you know, Maria, a lot of people think about working out, but not a lot of people focus on working in. And he was speaking specifically about, you know, stretching, mobility, having some diversity in your overall training so that your body gets all of the things that it needs to be healthy and functional. And so I have been taking more yoga classes, uh, classes that don't necessarily raise my heart rate and burn more calories, but that are good for my mobility, my flexibility, and just me recovering after those harder workouts. And then when I think about working in, I also think about, you know, the mental work, the emotional work, making sure that you are protecting yourself against those stress triggers. So I know I'm triggered when I don't get enough sleep. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, 
and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I know I'm triggered when I'm not organized or um, not prepared and things come at me at the last minute and I run to food for comfort. Uh, I know I'm triggered when my finances are not in a good space. So I'm looking at the totality of my wellness journey and doing my best to make sure that I am well in every area uh, so that it supports not only a healthy body, but also a healthy mind and a healthy spirit. Another thing that I realized from my blood work is that um, my iron levels are really low. And for a long time, I was associating my low energy with, you know, I'm not getting enough sleep. And granted, I wasn't getting enough sleep. You know, I try to aim for seven to eight hours a night. I know that probably sounds wild if you're one of those people that only sleeps four or five hours a night. But sleep is when all of the healing happens. Sleep is where you restore your body and you're energized both mentally and physically for the following day. And it really impacts your interactions, your mood and the quality of your experiences throughout the day. So I've really been focusing on my sleep. Even on the nights that I've gotten enough sleep or days where I would also have a nap, I would eat well, I would exercise, I would still feel tired. And because I did the blood work, I realized that I had low iron and this was impacting my energy levels. So I went ahead and got me an iron supplement. I'm doing a magnesium supplement, D3. I'm just getting all of the recommended vitamins to help support my energy an overall function of my body. And I am already noticing the difference. I've been on the iron supplement for about a week now, and I'm also doing probiotics. So getting consistent with those supplements that are good for my body is something that's on my priority list. But yeah, this month, these first three weeks of the new year have been so eye-opening for me. And the specific behaviors, the actions required for me to get off of this roller coaster with my wellness journey. Like what is sustainable? What makes sense? I may want a super flat stomach and a nice booty and just nice tight skin and to look a certain way. But will that come at the expense of my sanity? (laughs) You know, will I have to sacrifice so much for a certain look that it makes me feel awful? Because how you look is nice, but how you feel is even more important. So I hope that is something that you consider as you are moving along in your wellness journey. That's why the foundation of this podcast, and we always start with, yeah, what are your mind, body, and business goals? What are you being intentional about to improve your life from the inside out? That is this week's episode of my self-discovery testimony, and I'm sure I'll be sharing more along the way as I stay committed to sustainability and living this healthy lifestyle, not only for myself, but also for my kids. If you are a parent and you're concerned about your children and their habits, listen, they're looking at you. They follow your lead. And if you start eating healthy and cooking healthy at home, it's going to spill over into your family because who wants to cook four different meals? If you know it's making you feel good, it's not going to sit well in your spirit watching your child eat processed food and sodas and stuff like that. So you develop this heightened level of conviction, not only for yourself, but for your family. So it's it's just a good look 
all around. And if you're not signed up for my newsletter already, you can go to mariamore.com, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E.com. Sign up for my newsletter. I have a free seven-day jumpstart fitness plan. So it has an exercise guide. It has meals, including the recipes and prep instructions. And a lot of people who have downloaded this seven-day jumpstart plan, and it's totally free, no gimmicks, no attachments, no obligations. I promise you, you just sign up for the newsletter, and then it comes to your email after you sign up. But I've had some people tell me they lost two to five pounds and they're feeling better. And if you don't have a reference for what feeling healthy and de-bloated feels like, you're not going to have an understanding of what you're working towards. It's a lot like when you go to the mall and those people are out there with the samples and they have them on a little toothpick and they say, oh, taste this. And the hope is that you feel like it tastes so good that you go ahead and buy the full entree. And that's what success is like. You need those little bites of success, of accomplishment, of achievement. And that is the thing that's going to keep you motivated. Because I'm telling you, when you wake up day after day for a full week and you're not bloated, you're feeling more energized, your skin is more clear, you're able to move your body more freely and without pain or, or tightness, you're going to want to feel more of that, but you have to experience it first. So hopefully the seven-day jumpstart plan that I have on my website as a free download when you join my mailing list. Now, I will admit it is for ladies. So, fellas, if you download it, you will have to make some adjustments and give yourself a little bit more calories because you have a different type of metabolism than women. But they're great meals. They're not boring. They're not bland. They got flavor. And there are vegan, vegetarian, and pescatarian options. So you can mix and match. Again, my website is mariamore.com. M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E dot com. One O in the more because there is another Maria Moore out there and she is in, um, let's say, an X-rated industry. So don't put two O's in the more. Just one O. Uh, but yeah, when you go to my website, you'll see a bunch of links to, of course, the My Body and Business podcast, my apparel line, Self Love is So Gangster, and my fitness programs for women. So there are self-guided workouts. There are free downloads and a whole bunch of good stuff there. That's what I have for you inside this episode of Mind, Body, and Business, all about criticism and self-discovery, self-awareness to determine whether you are making progressions or regressions. So hopefully we stay on that pro side. Hey, as always, I appreciate ratings and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much to everyone who sends me these kind messages on social media, the comments, the emails, and those messages that you send, those reviews that you write really keep me going. As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Until then, take care.